Hi, and happy 2023. Well, I'm Leslie Short, your host to Visibility Unlimited and Visibility Spotlight, the video portion of the podcast, Visibility Unlimited. I'm also the owner of the Carvo Group. You've been watching some of my videos or listening to the podcast, and I just want to say thank you for that. I appreciate all the support throughout the years. Ready for an amazing 2023. But one of the things I want to speak about is what are we looking forward to for business in 2023? I really do hope we take a moment and um, we review what diversity, equity, inclusion, culture, those words really mean. Um, I hope we take a moment to say all of our intent turns into action. I would love to just be able to break down and say, a reminder, I really should say, for what diversity means. It is race, it is gender, it is LGBTQ+, it is disability, sightseeing and unseen, it's veterans. And I think we can't get lost in the fact that we we need to stop using them as buzzwords. They're not buzzwords, there's people attached to diversity and to all that's under it. I hope we really Focus on diversity, but focus bigger on inclusion. What that means, it doesn't mean being invited into the room. It means having a valid voice in that room. It means I can stand in the room. I don't need to have a seat. I need to have that valid voice. Some of the words I love for us to really move from intent to action would be commitment. We've had all these years of commitment. What does that actually mean to you? It's time to put action to your commitment. How about accountability? If you say you're gonna do it, let's do it. Advancement, how are we advancing those with disabilities sightseen and unseen? People, people of color, black folks, indigenous, Latino, Hispanic, how are we improving gender, women, trans, all of the people, what are we doing now? How are we investing in those people? whether it's equipment, whether it's pay equity, whether it's making sure that their voices are being heard, that they're not only being invited into that room, okay? That they have the information once they're in that room. Are you doing your research? Are you open enough to hear a different way of thinking? Is humanity part of that thinking? Is empathy part of that thinking? I want us to think about culture And I don't want us to duplicate culture, but I want us to appreciate culture, to build on it. There is a difference between appropriation and appreciation. Let's take this time to understand what appreciation is. I'm looking forward to speaking to some of my friends soon. And we're going to talk about ad weeks, um, the ins and outs of the business world, what marketers are seeing I've gathered some really cool friends to have this discussion on what's in and what's out on business, but not just as a throwaway of what's in and what's out. How do we make our ends sustainable? So please keep listening, keep watching, and I look forward to an amazing, amazing 2023 with you. Thanks. Hi, and welcome to Visibility Unlimited. I'm Leslie Short, your host of Visibility Unlimited, the podcast, and Visibility Unlimited Spotlight, the video portion of Visibility Unlimited podcast. I also happen to be the owner of the Carvo Group. So what we're doing today 
is talking about 2023. And you know, I always love to kick off the new year of what is the expectations we all have from each other, but really from business. I've invited some of my friends to join me. Some of the faces may look familiar. I'll have them introduce themselves in a minute, but you see on the screen, or if you're listening, you're going to listen to Tiffany and Barbara and Emmy and amazing minds in their fields and just fun and crazy. So this could go a lot of different ways. But I just want to say that I was inspired by Adweek. Put out a list. Um, the list was, a, what, 11 different things that they interviewed marketers. And they said, what is in and what is out in regards to the business? But they asked the question, so I'm not just adding on because I want to, but they did ask the question, what is missing? What would you add to this list? So what better way... <laughs> to grab some of my friends that we have these conversations all the time and say, what's going on ladies? Could each of you introduce yourselves first starting with Tiffany and Emmy and Barbara and then we will jump in. Hello, Leslie, Emmy, Emmy and Barbara. I'm so glad to be here. Um, thank you for inviting me again. <laughs> we were behind the scenes already laughing so I'm gonna enjoy this conversation. Um, again, Tiffany Elsey, 25 plus years in marketing, consumer relationship building, um, fashion, lifestyle, and um, agency side of the business. So thanks again for welcoming me here tonight. Thank you. Ladies, I'm so excited. Leslie, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I am Emmy Kirshner, CEO of Empress M Enterprises also the host of the podcast of Women Who Build Empires. Um, and I'm a business coach helping women service-based um, business owners scale their businesses profitably, sustainably, and living the life that they love. Love that. Thanks. Ms. Barbara. We can all sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leslie, for including me in tonight's conversation. It's terrific to be here with Emmy and Tiffany. And you, I'm Barbara Matos. I have 20 plus years in the DEI space, first for corporate America and now sort of everywhere else because this seems she one of those things is never going to go away. <laughs> well, full disclosure, Barbara and I work together. I think many of you know that. So we have these conversations pretty much 24-7. I have them with Tiffany. We're sending texts. Emmy and I are sending texts. We all kind of go, what is going on? <laughs> so to kick it off, Tiffany, on the first thing of the ad week list, it said out, making it about the brand in making it about the customer. Thoughts? Immediately, gone are the days of one size fits all. That's no longer relevant in marketing. It's about building customer relationships. It's about integrating your brand into the lifestyle of consumers. Digital has made it so easy to target consumers who want to have a relationship with you as well. And I think that the brands that do it the best understand that and they um, they integrate themselves into the life of their customers. You but know, they they, into they, who their customers are. Exactly. And and their and their habits, their lifestyle, other brands they associate with, you know, it's it's no longer just it's about me. You have to think about the customer. There's too many options. C 
customers can go any and everywhere now to get the same thing, you know. So I think brands who are smart and, and can really see a profit from their marketing are brands who really understand that customer relationship building is key to their business. Love that. Anyone else have thoughts on that? I think, first of all, absolutely, totally agree. And I also really think that we've gone from transactional to relationships. And and that is where sales and marketing has to make that shift um, because it is about the customer. The customer has so much information at his or her uh, fingertip and they're smarter, they're wiser, they're more knowledgeable and they want what they want. Well, they want to see themselves within the brand. Yeah, they want to be part of the community and the tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I walked into Target today, and Barbara knows I'm. You, know, you all know I'm in Target every other day. Um, <laughs> Target has me, you know. But I walked in today, and I saw the setup um, display-wise for Black History Month already. Now everyone goes, well, it needs to be out now. They can't wait to February, but most stores do not have that. But what I saw was designers from clothing and home goods and 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 food and they're really speaking to understanding who's walking in their store. You know? I agree. I seen I seen the same displays. Um I want to say about a week ago, I seen the displays and it, it caught me off guard. And and I, I've always felt like Target does it right. Yes. You know, not to say that, but it did catch me off guard. I was like, oh wow, you know, and not even thinking that we're on the heel of, of um, Black History Month. I was just caught off by the designs, the sweatshirts I've seen. I mean, just really, really. Yeah, exactly. Not one collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're just to the piggy bank on that, you know, we were talking about Target earlier and it's kudos to them. You sort of feel, yeah, I'm going to give them all my money because they get it. They're paying attention. So at this point, whoever is not getting it, whoever doesn't understand that this is the way to go is not going to, I mean, I think about when we started doing diversity in television back in 2000, we've just kept saying, if nothing else, it makes business sense. And it makes business sense, especially when you're talking about folks going in and spending the dollar on the stuff they need. So. And I want to put a disclaimer. I do not work for Target. They are not a client. Um, (laughs) I, at this point, am a loyal customer of Target or Target, or however you would like to say it. And I think they are one of a few, you know, Martell, any other brands you think are hitting on it and that you were looking forward to seeing what they do in 2023. No, absolutely. I think it, but it's, I think it's important to acknowledge the folks that are doing it right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No employees of Target here, but we're getting it. Them, Mattel, everybody. Mattel, that's my other one, you know, that I love to speak about. I I think they are right on it. The way that they also, you know, I said earlier that diversity is gender, race, disability, sight seen and unseen, LGBTQ plus veterans. When I see a company embracing, not just saying, oh, we're doing it for this month, but embracing that as part of their culture of who their brand is speaking to the consumers that are vast and many. Mm -hmm. um, That's when I get excited. Mm -hmm. So Barbara, you kicked it off. I'm going to go to you next. Since you spoke about DEI, you threw that in out 
on the ad week list is DEI pledges. Mm-hmm. N is DEI action and accessibility in practice. What does that mean? Because some people still not getting it. That's exactly what it means. That all <laughs> this many years later, we're still not getting it. I mean, I think back just a few years when all the networks and the corporations signed pleasures, mainly it was television. They signed pleasures. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's like, okay, what happened with the pleasures? And even you and I spoke about it, but even a couple of years ago when in response to everything that was going on socially, tons of folks were put in place in DEI major roles. But did we see what came out of that? Did we see if there was strategy behind it? Was there folks behind it, resources? Commitment. Commitment. So we've been talking about it now for a minute. And it's sort of like, okay, enough. We, we don't want to talk about it. Like, we get the problem. The problem doesn't need to be deciphered anymore. We don't need to talk about it anymore. We actually need to put action in place, actually start walking this, living it, working it, because that's the only way we are finally going to move forward. It must be strategic. Mm-hmm. It can no longer just be like, oh, we're going to put a post out <laughs> or we're going to hire someone. How are we strategically going to build this within the foundation of our company. That means let's talk about who is the person that's hiring. What are their qualifications of that HR person, of that recruitment person? Do, are they have the sensibility, uh, I should say, do they have the sensibility to understand culture, to reach beyond the five places that they call? You know, are, are we really looking to be committed to having internships and mentorships and programs that we can build a pipeline for success. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll speak to that because diversity to me within companies start with it within the DNA of the company. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the people that's walking in the door at your company. You know, it's not what you just put out consumer facing, right. you know, it's, it's, it's integrated. It's integrated into the fabric of the company. Everyone has a voice. Mm -hmm. And that's what diversity and inclusion is about for me. And I think companies that are able to do that are the companies that are going to win. And to Mm -hmm. Barbara's point, it's very much action-driven. You know, it's very much action-driven. You can't exclude people from a conversation but then promote to that person. It don't work. Well, that goes back to who's your who's your customer, right? Okay, right. <laughs> I think Tiffany, you're so right on. Like, it's got to be part of the core values, the mission, the vision. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to be buying into having diversity, being inclusive, and creating understanding um, from all levels of leadership down to you know the. I want to say the lowest employee or lowest team member and everything in between. And we have to start hearing people. That's right. Well, I always say it's from the mail room to the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because depending on your company, we need to know what your board is doing. You just can't look and hire a bunch of employees and you look at your board and they don't understand what you're doing. There's a disconnect. You, yeah. you continue to promote and it becomes a ceiling where your leadership all looks the same. And that doesn't look like anyone doing the work on the, on the floor below. And so there has to be, and this is about merit. This is not about color. I want to say this again. 
This is about merit. This is not about color. This is about opportunity for those that have the credentials but not have had the opportunity to even know that that job was even open mm -hmm. or even a possibility. So what's the communication you are giving to your staff? How, what is your onboarding? Like, I want to know what onboarding looks like now. I want to know hiring, onboarding, once you're in. That inclusion is like I always say, don't just invite me in the room. I need to have a valid voice, as you said, Tiff, in that room. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. But like the, the action now needs to be there. You know, uh, the performative, we, we're done. No more black boxes, no more Juneteens, no boards taken off. It's not saying, what is the true action that can be sustainable mm -hmm. in an inclusive culture? Yeah. And the fact is, is that, that diverse teams solve problems more effectively, faster, and get better results. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the khaki pants is the khaki pants. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing against khaki pants. But I'm just saying that everyone's walking and looking and dressing the same. We missed something. Sorry, Barbara. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to agree that it's absolutely. I mean, and to Emmy's point, we have come up with strategies. God knows some of us have been talking about this for a minute putting things in place, giving people the tools to put things in place, because that's the important thing. We can't do it for you, but we can certainly give you the tools and, and give you the map on how you get there. Wait, wait, Barb, I need you to stop, and I need you to repeat that. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> you right. know we have this conversation. <laughs> we cannot do it for you. Go ahead. One more no, time. It's not. It's not. We, we can't do it for you. It's not a wand waving, and then, look, this is diversity and inclusion and equity. It's not. But, what we can do, DEI professionals, everybody now, is let you know how it's worked for us, how we've made it work in other places, give you the tools, the roadmap, but then you have to want to do it. And I think that's the part we still have to get over, mm. that folks don't really want to do the work yet. They think that if you did just put the people in place and kind of close your eyes, hopefully it'll work itself out. Right, you cut a check to a school and you've done what you had to do. Yeah. yeah. So you have to cultivate these relationships. You have to cultivate and invest in your people. Yeah. That's how this changes. Yes. You know? Okay, so I'm going to go on to the next one. Emmy, you picked this one. Out on the list, showing up everywhere. In on the list is showing up in the right places. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about this one because for me, it comes down to time wasting and kind of playing off of Tiffany's with like, it's about your customer and your client and your leads and, and being in the places where they are so that you can build those relationships and you don't need to be everywhere to do that. Then you're just spread too thin. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like trying to fire hose everything instead of just like selecting a few things that are actually going to work. That's yeah. sustainability again. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Go ahead, Barb. No, no, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I mean, <laughs> um, I think the days of of the hustle and grind the you've got to work all the time and do all this stuff is slowly coming to an end and thank god 
And it really is about being more targeted, more thoughtful, more strategic. And, and then again, being where your people are so that you can create the relationships, the community, the trust, the knowledge, the change. Mm -hmm. you can't a, and you can't cast a wide net and just expect to hit your customer everywhere. Right. Not working like that no more. No. <laughs> Over. No, and it, it goes back to they're smarter, they're wiser, they're more knowledgeable, and they have more choice. That's right. Tiff, this always when I said that when I read this, it made me think of the days of working with celebrities when <laughs> doing press where they wanted to be at every event on every red carpet and for every shot. And I'm just like, what do you what are you standing for? Right. Why do you need to be everywhere? And you know there were some TV shows that they'd be like, oh. They show up to opening of a hat box. I mean, you don't want to be <laughs> that. It used to be all publicity is good publicity. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so it's the same thing. You don't, as a brand or a business, need to be everywhere. And you, and if you are in different places, how is it connecting? What is your connector? And then mm -hmm. once you have all these different things, that's you know when we did fashion, all the licensees. So, you know, we go from clothing to home goods and suits and this, that, and, but are you taking your customer along on that ride? Are you growing and advancing with them and having the conversation of how you're growing? Right. And inviting them along. Right. All right. I think I said it to you, Leslie, on January 1st. I was like, you know what? This is going to be the year of not saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Because you are then spread out too thin and you're investing mm -hmm. in everything and then as less to give to the ones that need it. And I think we had this conversation around this, around something else last year. Like you keep pouring into things that don't want to receive it right. or that yeah. they won't take the help, they won't get it. So then, okay, let's not do that anymore. Let's figure out where we can actually make a difference, where we can make an impact, what works, what makes sense. And then we show up to that. Then the other stuff, no. Learning mm -hmm. how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Every call that comes in, and for all of us that are consultants and have our own business, every call may not be the right call. Or when people come to approach you, there may be when you have that conversation, they go, wow, you're much more added value on this piece over here. I saw that that's what you do, but this is what we really need. And we do need someone like that to come in and help shape it. Right. And so I think it's also comes to, again, how do you communicate to say no for this, possibly for this, or sometimes just no flat out, <laughs> but how do you build it so that you are added value to a mm -hmm. conversation and just not a giver to a receiver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick one that I have a little pet peeve with. So thank you, Abby, for pulling this one out. It says, drown out is drowning in data, in leveraging the right data. Because you know how many times, well, we, we want data. And how do we measure it? And we need data. And we're going to hire five agencies. And, and I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> how not to make a decision. How not to make a decision, but have a whole lot of paperwork or emails on your desktop or on your desk because 
you can have all the data you want to have if you don't know how to what implement it and turn it into action it's nothing but data it's nothing <laughs> but data you no, know, it's interesting you brought that one up though because I read that a little bit different. I um I took that from a perspective of um with all the information that we have available to customers right now. Mm-hmm. There's really it's really hard to miss your con- consumer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can go down to where you purchased your last item at, what city, what state, what time. From your phone, from a desktop, from from you know, in the store, like it's so much data that helps you shape decisions. But I didn't look at it from the lens that you just um, 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 described. I didn't look at it from that place. Well, because we follow everyone with mm-hmm. all that data and all the pain points. That's what we're doing with it. I looked at it from a different lens. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, you really, it's hard to miss your consumer now. If you, can, you take your data, read it, understand it, and activate on it, you know, it, it makes a difference. Well, and I think some of it's prioritizing, right? Like we can get so much data. So what what's the key points or key uh, data pieces that are that are important, that are relevant and meaningful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Does anyone have any of the other ones? Because, you know, I'll keep going because while you all are looking, how about this one? The in-office perks and snacks are out. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 What's in is adding meaningful, meaningful value for in-office hybrid and remote workers. Yes. Like, don't tell me you have a ping pong table. Maybe send me a, a gift certificate to go have lunch where I can right. leave my home and maybe go sit somewhere mm-hmm. and actually have lunch and be able to take that break. And you can important. do that for hybrid. You can do that for... That's yeah. important. That's important. You know? Like, but you have to go in the office. Don't take the snacks away. No, no, because you know how I feel about that. <laughs> I was offended. I had to skip that one. But the snack should be there, but the snack shouldn't be a reward. Right, it's not a perk. Right. Nice perk to do, and nice city people are in, but if if that's what you're considering perk, you got work to do. (laughs) A perk would be, you know, pay equity. Right. That's not a perk. That should be a given. Yeah. So So holidays that may not appeal to everyone, you know, but you recognize, um, you you let people pick their own holidays. You know, I love companies that do that, you know, and um, I think that shows a, a, a level of respect to say, you know what, I may not celebrate it. We may not. But if it's important for you to celebrate, that's a perk to me. You mm-hmm. know, I worked with I work with a client and I love what they did. They have the holidays that they have off, mm-hmm. but they have a, a certain amount of floating days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if there's a holiday that's much more important to you or you want to take it because you need a mental on addition to your right. medical day, you mm-hmm. get like three floating days that I you can do that. whatever you want with. I love that. That makes just so much more sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working my own schedule, so I don't even know what the regular, other than like the big holidays, like no idea. And people work in different ways. We celebrate different different things. 
we have different family and personal circumstances. Like we don't all need to be in this one little box. Right. When you allow the fluidity, people are going to perform higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's thinking about paternity leaves and, and days. And it's thinking about, for me, the crown act and making sure every manager understands what it means to, to not tell someone that they don't look good because they're not wearing or looking a certain way that someone else feels that they should or being able to speak the language for which I is my first language, not mine, but <laughs> brothers that speak more than one. But, you know, those are allowing people to actually come in and be their best selves to work. The, you know, important. Hold a bagel. I'm okay on you holding the bagel. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> if I have to give up on right. it. Right. <laughs> Anyone see anything else on the list? I like nurturing talent from non-traditional backgrounds. Yes. 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 So did you see the article <laughs> that I think I posted it the other day? I didn't think I put I did post it the other day about some of the, the offices are no longer going to ask you for colleges on they don't care where you graduated. What have you been doing? Mm -hmm. And so that's where that comes from to give everyone a shot, because I don't care how many degrees you have behind you. If you can't come in and you can't work with another human being, if you can't communicate what needs to happen, if you're not a decent human being or if you only know what's in the book and you have nothing beyond that, depending, of course, what your job is. If you're working for NASA, are you building something? I need you to kind of go by the book. But, you know, but where's your creativity? Where's your, as we say, diversity of thought? Mm -hmm. If everyone's coming from the same place. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and there's something to be said for experience that is a little bit outside of the box or that isn't necessarily from a degree. Right. Right. Absolutely. Like, and again, you're adding different thought processes, which we want. I mean, we know a whole bunch of folks that are billionaires right now that never, never went to college. Right. <laughs> but even with the pandemic, where so many people lost their jobs, you know, 45 plus community, and then trying to get back in has been really difficult. Mm -hmm. And, you know, forget it, they have the degrees that are, but that degree was good when they applied to their job 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So it's like, now what? But, and I was speaking to you, Leslie, you know, there was a study and stats show that 45 plus adults are performing as well as the younger group, if not better in a lot of um, environments. So it's sort of mm -hmm. like, you can't just write it off because oh, 45 plus, they did their thing. Now it's just a room. You really have to be open to that. Different people bring different things to the table and you at least have to be open enough to see what that is before you just automatically reject them. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of this comes down to. How open are you going to be in 2023? Are you going to look at someone with a disability and go, no, if you're going to look at someone that, um, you know, a big topic that we don't speak about that I'm looking forward to speaking about this season is about size and just look at someone's size and go, no, or someone's college and go, no, or someone, the color of their skin, no, or their background or their language, all those things. So I love um, 
to kind of wrap up a little bit by hearing what each of you would love to see in business for 2023, whether it's for yourself or for the industry. I'll go first. I want to see diversity continue to take action. That's important for me. I want to continue. I enjoy um, watching television now and seeing commercials that um, you know are a lot more diverse, and it don't look like it's just a patch over a sore. You know, it looks like it's well thought out. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. How's that? Yeah. Considering that the three of us, four of us, are from different sort of industries, different spaces, it's it's you know sort of agreeing with Tiffany. Just have it be in place already. It's sort of like we've been sort of putting this puzzle together and putting it together. And it's like, what's it going to be? What does it look like? What is it? And it's like, we should be there. And if not completely there, almost there. So I want to see action finally happening. That we and, and again, having come from TV, I agree. To see a commercial that now looks inclusive and everybody's in it or get the advertisements in email from Macy's or and there's everybody's on it. It's not tiny little models. It's everybody. They're like, oh yeah, that looks like me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're seeing you like, yeah. okay, yes, that that's what I'm talking about. So and that's you don't think about it in the moment when you're necessarily not seeing it. But when you do see it, you go, oh look, okay. Yeah, that. So <laughs> I wanted more of that so that everybody can say, oh yeah, that and not just on TV, but when you walk into a store or a restaurant or into a shop or in advertising, I think it's time. I think we've We've been doing the work and it's just now to see more of it. It's what it needs to be. Yeah. No more about it. <laughs> I'd like to see more open communication. Um, I think it's starting to happen, but where people can come together and have difficult conversations and move through them with compassion. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Ladies, I can't thank you enough for joining me uh, to kick off 2023. We've all agreed we want to see action, that we want companies to be committed, to be accountable, to be open, to invest in their employees, um, that it is taking a look from the mailroom to the boardroom and continue to build on a foundation that can be inclusive mm -hmm. and inclusive all the way around. And I don't think that should be a political statement. I think it's a human statement. Okay. And so I look forward to continuing to have these types of conversations that hopefully can be open and we continue to dig deep in 2023. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Any last thoughts before we go? Good to see everybody. Yeah. Thank you. 2023. Good to be seen in 2023. Good <laughs> <laughs> to come together and, and start conversations like these. So nice to be here with all three of you. <laughs> yes. That's going to be the new thing now. Nice to be seen in 2023. Right. <laughs> Ladies, thank Not you. everywhere. Not everywhere, though. No. The right places. <laughs> Not the right places. <laughs> Ladies, thank you again. As always, I look forward to speaking to you soon in 2023. Everyone, thank you for joining Visibility Unlimited Spotlight. 
please continue to watch us here or listen to us on your podcast choice of channels. And the podcast is Visibility Unlimited. I'm Leslie Short, your host. Thanks.